0: What's
1: Good morning. Good
0: morning. And I
1: hope I hope all of you are ready for an awesome, awesome week, awesome three days. Um, Thomas and I, uh, we it's this is going to sound egotistical, but I'm going to say it anyway. Thomas and I feel like we are the best two people to be standing right here for you today to be able to deliver you a message that's going to help you to see things differently, to change your life, to take this to the next level, to figure out what is it that's inside my head that I have to make these changes? How do I have to view things? How do I have to see things? So we're really excited to be here today. We've talked multiple times, and I'll tell you, each time we sat down and talked, and I got him right now, I got goosebumps every time I sat down and talked to this guy over the last three days. It was awesome. So I'm excited. Thomas, tell tell me something amazing, brother. Tell me what's going on.
0: Let me, let me tell you something. I am just excited to be here. I'm excited to just share the this PowerPoint with you guys, and I hope that we make a really impact, not just with your mind, but spiritually, you know, physically, that you just want to just jump out of your seat and start making some phone calls, start talking to people, and just start making some things happen. So without further ado, let's get this party started, Chris.
1: Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, so I'm going to jump in here. We'll do a present, we're going to present right from the get-go. All right. So this is about your next level mindset. And when we're talking about next level mindset, really, what is your mindset? How is is this going to make a change? And really simply, Henry Ford put it best. And I really believe that. He says, whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. And here's why. I mean, just break it down really simple. If I think I can do something, if I think and feel and I know that I can do something, I'm more likely to get out and do it. I'm more likely to get out and try and push and make sure that I get that done because I know I can do it. I believe I can do it. But conversely, if I feel that I can't do something, then I'm less likely to take any action towards that. Or if I do take action and I start failing, I'm not going to fight and push because I already felt and told myself that I can't. That's the basic strategy and baseline for your mindset, how you think and feel on any given basis. And I want to give a really quick story because I've heard this story and I think this really kind of sums it up for how it can really affect our next, uh, getting into the next couple of topics of uh, thoughts and emotions. So Andre Agassi was having a slump. And if you don't know who he is, he's a tennis player. He was in a slump and he could not get it together to show up on the court and actually beat anybody uh, in the last couple of matches that he was at. He eked out getting into Wimbledon and he was going into the finals and he was just struggling. So he went and he started talking to somebody about, you know, what do I got to do? I need to get back on my game. They looked at two video footage of him last year when he won Wimbledon And this year, when he just got defeated in the last couple of matches, but was able to eke it out and they broke them down and they asked him and said, "Okay, here's you walking out onto the stage last year and he's walking out and he just had this look in his eyes, that eye of the tiger. And he's just walking out and he's got this strut and he's staring across the court and he's just saying, they asked him, what what were you thinking right there? He said, I was thinking, I don't even know why you showed up. I'm going to wipe the court with you. I've already got this one. It's in the bag. And then they looked forward at the next year and asked him, all right, now tell me what you were thinking just two days ago when you walked out on the court. Head down, carrying a bag, basically kicking his feet and like kicking rocks like a little kid, just defeated and said, what were you thinking there? And he said, I was thinking about the last time that he beat me. And right there, those two differences are going to change everything about how you do your business how you work with your spouse, how you communicate with the people in your life. Those two differences, the mindset of, I've already got this, this is already mine, me to my soul. And then also that other thought of, I'm not sure, I really don't know. And that's the difference of whether you think you can or think you
0: can't, you're right. Thomas. You know, I, I can't say it any better. I mean, you know, I was reading, um, what's the the name of the book, Uh, Think and Grow Rich, right? And you know, Napoleon Hill's. Whatever you think, it it starts here, right? It says, if your mind can conceive it, your heart can believe it, you will achieve it. So at the end of the day, it all starts with your thoughts. It all starts from what what you're saying to yourself, right? Because thoughts become things, yes? So we gotta make sure that, you know what? You know, um, there's a scripture that says about the tongue speaks life and death right? So if we start talking about positive things, which is life, we start speaking positive things to ourselves. That's when, that's when the belief starts, right? If you're talking about negative things, everything is wrong. I can't believe why this is happening to me. I got this black cloud going over me. I don't know what's going on. Well, think about it. (laughs) Think about what you're feeding yourself, right? So at the end of the day, start feeding yourself some positive things. And guess what guys, positive things will happen. That's right. Your your mindset is shaped by those thoughts and beliefs like Thomas just told you.
1: So What we have to start understanding is what's shaping our thoughts and beliefs, because everything that's in your head is completely made up by us. It's all about things that have happened to us that made us think a thought or that we think it made us think a thought. So your mindset mindset is going to be shaped by these thoughts and beliefs, but these thoughts and beliefs inherently start getting shaped by your our surroundings, by your upbringing, by what we call, and you've heard Jeff talk about this a lot, your tribe. Because we know that if you grew up in, say a different country, let's say you grew up in South America, things would be a little bit differently. things would be a little different. You would eat different things. You would speak a different language. You would think different things about potentially what success was or what success wasn't. You would think different things about how much money was capable, possible, believable. You would speak in a different dialect than somebody clear across the town. But we know if you grew up in the Northeast, the difference between, even in our own country, the difference between two tribes, families, one in the South and one in from uh, where I was at in Pennsylvania, We say down here in the South, y'all, there's a town outside of Pittsburgh that they say yins, yins, like two different things like that. So those things are going to shape your thoughts and your beliefs about how you speak, how you interact, how you see, how you feel. And what that becomes is a blueprint for how the rest of your future is going to go because it's been ingrained in you to some extent. But here's the best part when we say it's been ingrained in you to a certain extent, all that's been ingrained in you is a habit. For something to become a habit, you have to have a thought, you have to have a feeling, you have to create this belief, you create some potential, you take an action, all of a sudden you have this blueprint and these things become habit and it becomes part of your life. Now your life is predicated on your thoughts, beliefs, And your mindset, so you can see how something as simple as growing up in one part of the country or world is going to dictate for, to a certain extent, what your mindset is. The best part is you get to write your own blueprint. If you have the awareness to say, these are just things that have been ingrained in me, and now all I have to do is start erasing them and replacing them with things that are going to be positive, things that are going to be better for me, things that are going to help me change my life that's where you can start really making a
0: difference. And I, I also too think, you know, when you talk about habit, it's, it's the exercise, right? You, you have to change, that, that habit comes behind with an exercise that you have to change from your day-to-day day habit. So yeah, going back to that next slide, I just wanna, I wanna hit this one. I agree this get one is so strong, you know? You would implant a seed and then dig it up every few minutes to see if it has grown, right? 100%. I put some, flout, put some seeds in there and go over the next day. Oh, damn, it's not growing. Like, okay, let me um, go ahead and pull it up and then, and then go ahead and replant. So why would you keep questioning yourself, your hard work and your decisions? Now we, we do this all the time. It's just in the natural that we question everything that we do because why? We want instant gratification. If things are not happening right now, it must be wrong, yep. right? Yep. That's why it's talk about seasons, right? We all got different seasons, and you—if you're brand new in the business, whether you're brand new or 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 ha- experienced—there's some maybe some new things that you want to try, right? You know, uh, Craig and Jeff just talk about staying in your lane. If you're staying in your lane, guess what? Stay in your lane. Trust me, the seeds you plant the seeds they will harvest, but you have to be patient. You guys stop overgrow um, thinking it, and guess what? Keep watering your seeds. Do you want to add something to that, Chris? Because we're going to talk about how to water the seeds in this mindset training. Yeah. So the watering is actually the part where that's, that's
1: where it means the most. They, you, I'm sure you've heard about the, the Chinese bamboo tree. The bamboo tree, exactly, you, yes. a seed, you, you have to sit there and water it every day for five years before it ever starts to sprout from the ground. So mm-hmm. that watering is the key part, but that's where most people give up. If you can get through that time frame without digging to see it up to see if it's still there and actually revisit it every single day, because there's, there's science behind it too. So when you think about neurological connections between your brain and between your body, when you have a thought, there's typically about 12 to 1300 connections that go between your brain and that part of your body. And then when that thought is something new that you've never seen or you've been exposed to something new, the number of connections between your brain and your body doubles to 2,500, 2,600 connections. But here's the crazy part. If I don't water that connection, if I don't revisit it tomorrow, if I don't come back to it again and I don't keep doing it, reminding myself of what it is and going back to it, those connections, your brain and your body dissipate. That's why it's so hard for people when you start off on something and you don't do it again and you come back to it in a couple of days or three days and you're wondering why it sucks so bad or why it's so hard or it's been so difficult. You didn't keep watering your seed. You have to keep watering that seed. That's where all the difference is. And that's the hardest part because that first 25 to 30 days of you watering your seed watering and over and over again where you are the one that has that mindset and that belief that anything is absolutely possible when you are watering your seed during that 25 to 30 days that's the most crucial because once you get to 30 days those connections now not only are they firing between the brain and the body they're wiring and now they're solid and now your plant can start to grow and you've got a nice strong solid stalk to your plant and that seed is starting to
0: flourish. Right. And it it just all goes back to what we said earlier in the first slide, those 25 to 30 days, like you said, it it, it starts connecting and what also starts connecting the belief. Ah, this is how it works. I I see something happening. And the beliefs and the confidence begins to start.
1: That's right where we go into thoughts (laughs) become things. So when you have a thought that's going to create a feeling like this is, this is the natural progression. And when you actually start doing, they they hook people up to monitors in their heart and in their brain and in their body, they start seeing this, this thought starts creating a feeling and they can measure the, the you know the, the levels of these thoughts and feelings that people have. These feelings create emotions. those emotions start creating a potential inside of you like you feel like you can actually do it. whether you think you can or can't, you're right. but that potential turns into an action and then action repeated over and over and over and over again becomes a habit. And our life is made up of a series of habits all day long. that's all we're doing mentally, emotionally, Physically, they're all just habits. The way you react to certain things that happen to you, the emotion you feel, it's just a habit. And what we need you to do is realize that, realize that everything that you're doing is a habit and then start becoming aware of the things that you're doing because not all of them are serving you. And if they're not all serving you, then we need to start rewiring, getting that new 25 to 30 days, planting a new seed, making it get watered and let's get it to grow. So where do your thoughts come from? I have a really cool state, uh, really cool equation here. E plus R equals O. Your thoughts are not given to you from anybody but yourself. The events that happen to you, E, plus your reaction to it equals your outcome. So Thomas didn't make me feel a certain way Thomas did something, and because of something that I've experienced in my past, when he did that, I reacted a certain way, sometimes unbeknownst to me, which created an emotion, or created a thought, created emotion, created some feelings, gave me potential, and luckily I'm on a call with somebody who lifts me up and fills me up, because when I start feeling that, I want to be better, but if you surround yourself with people that aren't doing that, that's going to be a big difference. So those thoughts, that's where they come from. They come from the events that are happening to you in your life. But you need to start thinking a little differently. Stop thinking in cause and effect. The cause of something happening to me affected me and made me react this way. You need to start seeing everything as an experiment. When it happens to you, now you become the thing that causes an effect rather than having those things hurt you or or help you or come into your life. So start thinking in terms of causing an effect in your life rather than having cause and effect, just putting you into a specific position. Then, so take this for example. So the the Lexus story that I want to tell you is about a group of people that was, uh, they were Lexus dealership. And during the last recession, they decided that they were going to do something different their mindset was similar to everybody else's it's recessionary we can't do anything about it none of the car dealerships are doing good everybody's just kind of skating by hopefully we don't close that was their mindset and then one day the owner was reading a book and got a thought and came in and say hey what if everything that happens happens to us is an opportunity and what if we decided to find the right opportunity to make a change here and he said if people aren't coming to us let's go to them Where do people who spend money, make money, who are in the top upper echelon, who may buy Lexuses, where do they hang out? He found that there was a bunch of events that were still being had where there was people who had money going to these large events, red carpet type events, taking photos and everything. So he said, we're going to bring him to Lexus there. We get invited to these events because of the status of the company. So he goes to that event. And in the event, they start walking around and people ask them, what do you do? What do you do? I own a Lexus dealership. Have you ever driven a Lexus? Yeah, I've driven a Lexus. Hey, have you driven a brand new one? Right outside, we've got a brand new 2021 Lexus with all of this, that, and the other. We we actually brought a couple of them out here because we just want to let people take a ride in it. And what they found was, The same thing that happens to you. When's the last time you rode in a brand new car and didn't get back into yours and get a little pissed off because you didn't have the bells, the whistles, the buttons. Same thing happened. They sold over 65% of the people they took for test drives because of the mindset that he said, no, I'm I'm no longer going to let things affect me. I'm going to become the cause that creates the effect. That's a powerful mindset. Now, what would happen if if you had, I just say, what would happen if you were having a bad day? What would happen if you continued to have that negative mindset? Would there be a different outcome? Your business would continue to be, to be producing at the same level of everybody else's. So that's the difference that the mindset truly makes from one thing to another. It does not matter what happens to you in life. It's how you react to what happens to you. That's where the mind comes in and the mind can be really powerful. Do you wanna add anything on that?
0: Well, you know, just going back to Alexis deal, I mean, when he got those guys in the car, you know, it's just like, they felt a certain emotion, right? So he yep. knew it, it. I mean, at the end of the day, yes, it's all about the mindset. But he knew that if he let the people be able to ex- have the experience, how much greater the results was going to be.
1: Yep. And then this, this is the, the success cycle that ties all of it in together. They got them into a car they started creating this life in their car of this brand new, brand new lexus, brand new experience. It created a belief in them that, wow, I could really have this because I can have, I could trade my old one in and get this, the potential of going home and talking to your family looking at everybody else and looking at the other cars made them take some action that I need to have a nicer car because they had a nicer car the result was they got a new car now you believe that you could do it again but it's just a simple cycle it all starts with that belief and that mindset and whether you think you can or can't is going to start that cycle and unfortunately it doesn't only go one way it's not if I believe I can everything's going to be working out no matter what it's if I believe I can't, you can get into that spiral as well. So what are you thinking about on a daily basis? What are the thoughts that are coming into your head that are causing you to have a certain experience in the, in the day-to-day things that you have? Well, so a really powerful thought where focus goes, energy flows, where focus and thoughts go, where your attention goes, your energy flows. And Thomas, you want to expand on any of that? No, I just
0: actually I was just going to read that slide there where focus, I think this is exactly what we said in the very beginning, where your focus is at that's where your thoughts go right and that's where the energy flows, so if you say to yourself, you know what, at the end of the day, I want this. I want to do well with this, I want to be a student and I want to learn, because the process has already been taken it's always about about trusting the process right. You know, we, we, we talked about that. And I, I'll go more into that um, a little later because I, I want I to share a story with these guys. Got and, it. Uh, you know, but we, we want to, I don't want to go too far with this before we finish this slide because we want to talk Good. about the reticular activation system. So all that will come in place. So go ahead, Chris. Good. Okay, so <laughs> the, um, the law of attraction, you know, jumping into
1: the law, this, is, this one really excites me because notice they say the law of attraction. They said it's a law. It's not a theory. It's not something we think happens. It acts like gravity. The last time I picked up something, I don't have anything I want to drop except my phone. I'm not going to do that. But the last time I picked something (laughs) up and held it up here and let go, guess what? I knew it was going straight to the ground. And you need to start thinking of the law of attraction the same way. The minute that you can start connecting to these feelings, these thoughts, these emotions, and getting the goals and the reason why inside of you, what you're doing is you're connecting to a different energy field. That's what the law of attraction is. The law of attraction is this powerful magnet. And when you can break it down into two different categories, thoughts and feelings, these are the most powerful thoughts of, the powerful pieces of the law of attraction. These thoughts, what they can show is that they create an electrical charge in your body. When you have a thought, there is an electrical signal that's sent out from your body. And you know, wherever there's electricity, not only can you see it, you can feel it and it resonates and it travels too. Now, once you have these thoughts and create this electrical charge in this field, the feelings create a magnetic charge, which is starting to pull these things back to you, right? You have to use both of these things when you're using the law of attraction. The law of attraction just says, whatever whatever you see, whatever you think, you have the ability to draw into you. Whatever you, whatever you think about and believe and feel with all of your heart, all of your intention, all of your emotions, you can bring it into you. You have to th- start thinking that it's just like a radio dial. If I want to listen to a certain station, a certain frequency, energy travels and, you know, uh, travels in frequency uh, or travels in, in, in waves and frequencies, right? So if everything's traveling like that, all you have to do is tune into the frequency and the vibrations that are in line with what you want. And if you're constantly thinking in a negative thought, I can't, I don't, I won't, I'm not, you're having an electrical charge that's negative, sending that signal out and you're drawing in More negative things, that's what you're attracting back to you. It's so powerful. Everything is energy. And have you ever, like I told you, when I got on the phone with Thomas, we weren't even in the same room. We weren't even in the same building. We weren't even in the same town. We were clear across. He was in Brandon, I was in Apollo Beach. I could feel the energy. I could feel the connection as the minute that our minds synced up. But I'll be very honest with you the day before, I was having a very stressful day. I, was, I had a ton of stuff going on. I couldn't get out of my head. I couldn't focus. I couldn't think of anything. I talked to him then, and we only had about a three-minute conversation, and it was pretty much boom, 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 done, hung up. There was no frequency. There was no vibration. There was no connection because I was not on the same vibration as he was. But the very next day, we were able to have some more powerful electrical charges, thoughts, and some more powerful magnetic charges, feelings. Connecting everybody, getting everybody back into that groove, and from there it just took off. And I'll tell you, it it filled me up, and that connection there was so powerful. Everything is energy. And Thomas, I'll let you dig into the, the reticular activating system. I know you wanted to hit on that. Yes. Yeah, so the
0: de- definitely the reticular activating system. And people realize it, it, this is a this is a science behind this, right? You know, we're we're talking about beliefs, and everyone has a bunch of neurons in their brain, and your brain only uh, filters what you what you what you give it right so if you're thinking negative things guess what your brain is going to start believing those things if you feel that you're not worthy or you're you're not enough all these things are going to start going to your head and you're going to be feeling down so what we have to do is we have to just like how Chris said earlier we have to change those thoughts, right? We have to start feeding those neurons positive things. And guess what? Positive things will happen. But more important, check this out, guys. You have to start visualizing yourself, right? Without visualization, being able to see yourself in a certain place and be able to see yourself doing things, be able to receive that big check in your, in your bank account, be able to see a, a certain balance in your bank account, it won't happen. That's you right. have to start believing it and you have to start visualizing it. Once you visualize it and you get a clear vision, the belief starts coming in. With the belief starts coming in, then you start following up. I'm sorry, go ahead, Chris. Oh, you're good, brother. That's yeah. I just yeah. hitting on that. The, the reticular
1: activating system, that's that part of your brain that it's your filter. It basically says, tell me what's important to you and I'm gonna show you more of that. Tell me what's important to you and I'm gonna start right. filtering everything else out that's not a possibility for that. And we'll start bringing it in. We use the example of a car all the time. But I would even start saying uh, there's so many more things that you can start noticing and seeing the minute that you start connecting to that positivity, the minute you start connecting to the things that you want, the minute you start connecting to the things that mean something to you and thinking on those and feeling those, that, that goal, that why, that end result that you really want and seeing it done, your brain basically says, get out of the way. This is what you want. Let me find more of that. I can find more of that. I can see more of that. We're going to bring it in. But the crazy thing is it doesn't bring it to you. If it's a car you want, it's not like you're going to walk out into your garage and there's going to be a brand new car there. But what may happen is it brings an opportunity to you of somebody walking by your front doorstep, walking a dog and you've never met them. You know, they might be a new neighbor and you start talking to them and you find out that their son who's moving in with them coming from some other state did something in his past that was something would benefit your business. And you find a way to talk to him to create the thing that you've always wanted to create. You have to start believing and seeing those. But in order for these to work, the reticular activating system is going to find all of the things that are important to you and start pulling them out, filter everything else out. But you have to take some action. If you're not taking action on any of those things, it's not going to make a difference. If you just sit in your house on the couch or like they say, you know, sitting on a bean eating Cheetos, watching Netflix. If you just sit down doing that, nothing's going to happen. You have to take some action. Sure.
0: And just let me, I'm sorry, real quick. Let's add something here. What you start feeding your brain, as you said, the reticular activation system and the feeding the neurons is the filter there, right? Have you right. ever noticed that the things that you start to feed your brain, you start to see? Have you ever noticed that? Like you go on social media and you see the, you see, see these little quotes and stuff. You're feeling down. Oh, life sucks. You know, everything is good. You're feeling positive. You know, the world is great. You're going to kick some butt. So again, whatever you believe, right, you start seeing and you start gravitating to those, those things that you see, you you start reading those things. So it, it, it got to remember that what you feel and what you put out there is going to attract. Right back when we talking about laws laws of attraction, right? If you yeah. want positive things, guess what? You're gonna see positive things when you open up your social media, open up your feed. You're gonna be like, "Oh, life is great! This is happening! I'm gonna do this! I'm gonna make this happen!" Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> there's this
1: um, there's a guy who calls it the he calls it the inner net.
0: He calls it, he calls the law (laughs) of attraction,
1: the internet, because the internet, if I want anything on, if I want anything, I can hop on the internet and start typing in and I'm going to find a million different things like that. The Internet is the law of attraction where you can sit down and use your Internet to have these thoughts, to have these uh, to have these emotions, to have these goals, to create all of these things. The reticular activating system starts working like a search engine and pulling all of these things out and finding the things that are important to you. So you have to it's basically sending an email out to the world. It's that's literally what you're doing with yourself. I'm sending an email and I want to see who's going to reply and I want yep. to see who's going to be on, on point and who's going to reply here so we can start getting to work. And 100. you have to start seeing that your brain is very, very powerful. Your brain oh, is one of the most powerful things. The brain in the human body is one of the most efficient and most powerful things that we have. And we put in here for the placebo effect, because I really want you to see the placebo effect falls in here with law of attraction and with what you think about. So think about this. The placebo effect doesn't only work with just medicine it works with physical too so they took a group of people who had uh, who had damaged knees and they wanted to put them into a surgery so they broke them out and they had one group where they did absolutely no surgery they had another group where they did the surgery they had a third group where they brought them in put holes into their knee like they performed the surgery, but never actually went inside the knee and performed any surgery, but they made the person think and believe they did the surgery. At the end of their study, 80% of the people who did not get the surgery, but had them on the table and and thought that they had surgery reported that they were feeling better. They've reported less pain in their knee. They weren't having the same experiences. They were getting stronger. It's unbelievable. And then when you think about (laughs) pills, when you think yeah. about the pills themselves, the mindset that you can put yourself into, when you start thinking of that, they account for a placebo effect in all of science. So whenever they're doing a study, they account for a placebo effect that certain people who don't take the drug, who are taking a sugar pill or a saline injection are going to get better. Why? Because your brain will, brain and body will literally start to produce the same chemicals that the other, other group is taking if you believe it enough. When they had a doctor go in and say, hey, we've got this amazing new pill. It's absolutely incredible. All of the people that have been taking it have been having a market increase in the way that they feel, the way they act, their overall quality of life has been so much better. I'm really excited to get you on this pill. They start taking it and the people who take it get better. The people who don't take it but take a sugar pill, they said that 80% of those people, their body produced the same chemicals that the other group was actually taking in. The power of your mind, the power of the mindset, the power of belief, the power of the law of attraction. But the difference, though, is all of these people started taking action, too. So the people with the placebo, they actually had to take action and start feeling as if they were getting better and thinking as if they were getting better and acting as if they were getting better because they believed it. The people who didn't have the surgery started doing things they'd never done before, started walking because they thought the surgery made them better. They started going to physical therapy because they thought that made them better. Their mindset completely shifted from the ain't it awful club, the club of "oh how bad things are, woe is me, you know my luck, to Oh my goodness! There's a chance. There's an opportunity. Show me that little glimmer of hope, and I'm gonna make a difference. It's unbelievable Absolutely. the things that your mind can do. Once you can harness the power of your mind and start using all of these tools—the law of attraction, the law, the goal setting, uh, your reticular activating system—and using it and focusing is it. just like a tool. It's like honing in on what you want. It's amazing.
0: Amazing. Good.
1: So this was something that I just wanted to include really quick, and I'll I'll breeze through this. So if you don't believe that your thoughts become things and your thoughts can create an outcome, what what this shows here, there's a doctor named Dr. Masaru Emoto, and Dr. Masaru Emoto did a, a study on the messages of water. And what he did is he froze water and looked at the different crystals inside of water. And what you'll see is not on this one, but there was none of these shapes whenever they froze water. All you would see is just lines and blobs and things like that. But when they took people, they took 500 people and started sending a loving message towards the water, the water started creating these beautiful crystals. When they played music, the water started creating these beautiful crystals. When they told the truth, and they spoke and thought and sent loving energy and the truthful energy and those kind of that kind of energy to the water these are the shapes that the molecular structure of the water started to change it took it from this blob that's something similar to this and made this beautiful creation so if you don't think that your thoughts are very powerful and their thoughts have an effect on you just think of this thoughts affect water what percentage of you is water of human beings is water And and if a thought can affect a molecule of water like that, do you think that a thought that you have and a mindset that you carry can have an effect on your physical body, not only your mind, but your physical body. So your mindset has an amazing, amazing outcome on the physical body. Not only do you change the thoughts and the feelings and the emotions, your physical structure and molecular structure, the water inside of you can change. So they did one last study and that was this one down here in the bottom because they wanted to see what if we put the water in something, how, how much of an effect would it have? So they put it in rice. This is rice. They put water in rice and after 30 days came back, the water that they had sent hateful messages to was all disgusting and moldy and breaking down. The the water that they did absolutely nothing to started to break down a little bit. You could see a different change in color. The water they sent loving energy, peaceful energy, trusting energy, amazing energy to did not break down one bit. So if you can sit there and you can say, hey, I have water in me, my thoughts have power over something, just a simple thought of maybe I'm going to make a different effect on the water inside me, which will make my body feel better. Something simple like that can make a difference and go a long way. But if we can start putting some goals and everything inside of you and some reasons why and some emotions and get some belief to take that potential and get action and results, that's where we're going to start getting some power for you. Now, this, the next, the next step is, well, if I know all of these things and I can do all of these things, why haven't I, what's happened, what's stopping me?
0: And Thomas, I'll let you take it from there. So Leb, what, what's stopping you? We talk about fixed mindset. I think the fixed mindset just comes back to you know, our previous slides, you know, our, our blueprint, right? All, all, all our beliefs that are fixated on our mind that allows us that we, this is all we can do. We're stuck. I don't have the. I don't have the potential. You know, I don't have the talent. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I can't do these things, right? All those things that you talk about—the habits that you just go in in one day, out the other day. Everything that you do, you just continually do. There's nothing that's changing. And at the end of the day, you just start to believe. Goes back to what you said about Henry Ford: whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right, right? It comes right back down to to, to belief. So. There's, a, there's this old saying, right? The definition of insanity is what? Doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results, guys, right? We can't continue doing the same thing, expecting different results, you know? So if you want change, you're gonna have to make change, right? And there's this, there's this one thing I, I learned and I believe Steve Harvey said it the best. You have to be uncomfortable to be comfortable. I'm gonna say it again, you have to be uncomfortable to be comfortable. So at the end of the day, guys, if you want change, you have to make a change. Go ahead, Chris. Yep,
1: it it's, goes back to that blueprint. So right now you are operating from a blueprint that has been ingrained in you, taught to you, something that you've taken in from the things that have happened to you from a point of cause and effect, something happened to you, I had a reaction, this is just the way that I am. We've always done it that way. Some of the most expensive words and costly words in anybody's life or business is we've always done it this way. So you're operating from this blueprint, which is this fixed mindset. But just the same way you're building a house, if you put together a blueprint of things and you're looking at it, going over it, saying, huh, I don't like the way this looks. I don't like the flow of it. Or I don't like the way my life is going right now. I'm not really happy with everything that's here. Let's change the floor plan, let's change the blueprint before we start trying to build the things we want, before we start trying to get the goals we want, before we start ingraining this, this why and reason why and purpose here, let's change the blueprint. Let's change our mindset. Let's get out of this fixed mindset so that we're operating from a blueprint of what we want rather than the blueprint of everything that we've always had. And that's the thing. The past is gone. The past has passed. That blueprint we can wipe it clean and we can start building a new one and stop going
0: into this fixed mindset. Go ahead, Thomas. This is how we, now we talked about the fixed mindset, right? The failure is the limit of of my abilities. Now let's talk about opportunity to grow, right? The growth mindset, sure. Okay, the growth mindset is where you want to be because when you have a growth mindset, you have an open mind, you have an open heart to receive. You have, a, you have the, the ability to want to learn, right? You, you, you want to become better. So with that mindset, that's when you open up the most opportunities for yourself. Now you're trainable. Now you're coachable. Now you, now you, you want to do better. You want to become the best version of you. It's not just about trying. It's about doing, right? So having, those, having that mindset changes everything. And that's where the belief starts. You wanna try new things, new experiences. Go back to that slide right here. I mean, we can read all of this stuff. Feedback is constructive, right? Now we're not taking it personal, right? A lot of people don't wanna have coaching or be held accountable because they don't wanna be told that, you know what, this is how you should do it or this is a better way of doing it. They just, because now they're taking it personally so they become that victim mentality, right? With the growth mindset, you're gonna welcome it and say, how can I be better? And you wanna try new things. Go ahead, Chris.
1: I just want to say, I mean, it sounds so simple, but without a growth, growth mindset, we don't grow. I mean, that's definition of insanity. You stick with the same mindset, the fixed mindset over and over and over again and wonder why you're not getting the things that you want, You know, which is frustration. Basically, your your life experience that you're having doesn't match the blueprint that you want. So there's, there's a blueprint of how you've been, you change your blueprint, but you don't change your mindset. So you change the blueprint of the things you want, but you don't change the mindset. All of a sudden now your blueprint is one way and you're like, I want all these things, but you never worked on changing the mindset. So now your life experience, the things that are happening to you don't match the blueprint and we're still frustrated. So you have to work on the mind as well. Get inside the mind, start telling yourself different things. There's a lot of things that are tough, but being uncomfortable is where you get that growth. So the really simple thing, I'm sure we've all done an exercise like this. If you take your hands and you put your hands out and you go like this and you clap three times and clap, 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 and then get your thumbs over top of each other. You notice like I've got my left thumb on top of my right thumb. Now, if I do this again and go through this exercise the same way, and I try and force myself to put my right thumb on top, that's really uncomfortable for me. This does not feel good. This is not a good thing. All I want to do is I want to go back to here. And as soon as I go back here, oh, it feels good and feels comfortable. That's, the, that's that feeling that you need to be willing to go through because this is what's going to happen when you try to change your mindset from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. When you try and input new things into your mind, it's going to be different thumbs, different fingers on top, and it's going to be really uncomfortable. You have to be willing to go through this uncomfort, uncomfortable feeling because we know that 25 to 30 days in, this becomes more comfortable because the thoughts and the body start firing and wiring together and be 25 to 30 days in, all of a sudden this feels fine. And I can do this without even thinking the same way I did it the other way. So it's just about getting a little uncomfortable so that you could be more comfortable. It takes time. You have to do those things that are uncomfortable to get to the point of being comfortable. And you, know, you can use simple statements like this. If you write some of these down and every time you feel uncomfortable, you make one of these statements to yourself, whether it's verbally, out loud, or in your mind, and you make some of these statements, those are the things that are changing your mindset. That's starting that 25 to 30 day cycle of doing something different, changing from that fixed mindset to that growth mindset, using different things and different verbiage and different phrases, different actions to get a different result
0: because you can't keep doing the same thing and expect something different. 100% you know and and this is where I wanted to tell that story. I think this is a really good time. What do you think, Chris?
1: Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Okay. So
0: so you know, there was this guy that I knew that he he grew up and you know, he he played sports and he wasn't really that good at sports. You know, he just had this fixed mindset that, you know, what, hey, I am I'm average. I'm I'm not really good at what I do and um as as he began to to grow older you know there was there was people that started to believe in him that he had this potential of you know um potentially going to like a bodybuilding type contest or doing something that nature and you know at the same time he just felt like he was just too small he wasn't able to do it and you know it just just didn't make any sense so moving uh, fast forward and he eventually decided to you know participate in, 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 in working out. He always worked out. He always felt that that was a place that he could really just be comfortable because he wasn't that great at sports, right? He ran track, he, he played baseball, he was too small to play football, you know, nothing, nothing worked, right? He just had that blueprint that I'm not good enough, right? So eventually he, he started lifting, he started waiting, um, working out and he got a coach. And the coach was just telling him, you know, this is what you gotta do. He started working out, but he also had two, he had those other people was telling him like, listen, I don't know why that coach is telling you that, you know, maybe you need to eat a different meal or whatever. You you shouldn't be eating like that, You, you know? And my other coach, my actual, well, the coach that was telling him, he said, trust the process. He said, whatever you do, trust the process. He said, people are always gonna tell you things, but they don't know exactly what to do. Trust who you're working with. And, and, the, guy, and the guy began to tell me that, and I was just like, trust the process. He said, yeah, just trust the process. He, he got his meal plan, he working out with him. So at the age of 45, and this, believe it or not, as we said, he was a kid. So um, you know, at 45 years of age, he decided to enter a bodybuilding contest. After he was told that, you know, he was pretty much a non-sports guy, he had no potential. He went on stage and he placed, he placed number one and he placed number three in overall out of 20 other bodybuilders and number one in his category. And it's because he went from a fixed mindset into a growth mindset where he was looking for opportunity. That person was me. And how, how uncomfortable did it make you at some times? It made me totally uncomfortable because I initially just went there just to do it because it was always a dream of mine. So I wanted to hit it off, you know, scratch it off my bucket list. But at the end of the day, I was rewarded because of the discipline and the direction I took to be the best version of me. And being the best version of me put me in first place. So again, I share that with you guys because you know what? It doesn't matter what age you are or or what you've been told. Once you start to believe in yourself, and you know, it's a crazy thing. I just wanna share this real quick with you guys. Other people will start believing in you first before you start believing in yourself. Yes. You, you, have a, you have a team of managers here that literally the day that you're hired, see potential and talent in you. And some of you don't see it in yourself, but we see it in you. And if you just could harness that and know that if you just have that growth mindset and that open heart and to be able to listen to the things that we're telling you, you can have the desires of your heart. But you have to trust the process. You have to believe and you have to have an open ear. You know, if you go back to that slide, Chris, um, really quickly, and it talks about the growth mindsets challenges help me to grow. Every time you're challenged with something, I can learn to do so, anything I want. All these affirmations are things that you need to be feeding yourself every single day. On the branding team and i know all the other managers are sending something positive out to you guys please don't ignore those emails please read them because it's good to have start your day off with those things chris i know you're itching to say something go ahead <laughs> you you either wait till you feel like it to do it
1: or you make yourself feel like it you do it so that you feel like it so right, right like you're just saying putting these that's what an affirmation does I'm going to say something like feedback is constructive. I like to try new things. If I tell myself that one day, guess what? It doesn't really hit. It doesn't mean anything to me. But if I keep doing it and I keep doing it, eventually I'll start to feel like I like to try new things. I enjoy trying new things and I'll start expanding on that. You got to start somewhere. You either wait till you feel like it to do it, or you go and do it so that you feel like it. And I can guarantee if Thomas would have waited till he felt like it to try and do it, it never would have happened. He started seeing that in himself and started doing that from the get-go. So you have to be willing to do those things. You have to do it so that you'll feel like it, not wait to feel like it before you go. And too many times, well, I got to wait till it's, I got to wait till it's, Perfect. Well, I mean, I'll jump right into this one. I gotta wait till it's perfect before well, we go and one. do yeah. that. Exactly, I, gotta, yes. I gotta wait. I gotta see. <laughs> I got It's gotta be exactly. I gotta know all the contract. I have to. I have right. to know the scripts. Yes. I, I have yes. to know every single. When they say something to me, I have to be able to know what I'm gonna say back every single yes. time. Yes. 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 And, and that's another. This is another uh, reason. What's stopping you is. That perfectionist mindset, having mm-hmm. that, having to have control over every single little thing, to the point that you refuse to take any action until everything is absolutely perfect. And right. guess what? It never is. It's it never, never is perfect. It
0: never is because experience is the best teacher. Yes. So if absolutely. you're not out in the field learning, you're really not going to really learn the craft. We can teach we can teach you the fundamentals, but you're never going to know all the answers. Yep. There's a reason that when kids are in school and they show
1: there's when they show trade schools kids in trade schools learn faster than kids that are sitting behind a desk because they're moving, they're using, they're doing, they're experiencing. The one sitting behind a desk, it takes longer because you're not engaging all of your brain, all of your body, all of your emotions, everything. You're just sitting there getting bored and you're not taking it all in. There's power in getting out and taking action. There's power in getting out and experiencing it, using your body, using your mind, using your words, taking it in, working through those, uh, those troubles and everything rather than sitting there just reading a piece of paper. So there's power there. You have to be willing to take that action before everything is perfect. If I would have waited till everything was perfect before I decided to have children, I would not have any kids. If I would have waited till <laughs> everything was perfect before I went out and tried to talk to my sphere about getting business, I would have no business. It wouldn't be correct.
0: Here. So Exactly. It's, yeah. It's
1: just, if, any, if any of you, if this relates to anybody... If you if it resonates with saying wow I guess I have been spending a lot of time trying to perfect this to make it just right so that I'm ready for when I am ready because if I'm ready I can be ready to get ready and once I get ready I'll feel ready but I'll be ready I'm not quite ready because I didn't do this yet stop trying to get ready to get ready just take action
0: that's a mouthful Chris
1: <laughs> but it, but you, hear, you hear it all the time right you, yeah you hear, and, and
0: you hear it all the time and you know what and and, and with the different personalities obviously with the DISC which they're going to go into later you know what you have the certain personalities that just have to know everything before they do anything and right. you know what I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys it's like swimming sometimes you just gotta jump in the water and and just figure it out
1: <laughs> or, or sometimes your parent just has to push you in if you want we will i'll just push you right into it. you go out and you go go out into your farm i'll put you in my truck we'll pull, drop you out to your farm kick you out the door just get out and do it make it work make it happen <laughs> Because once work. you start, once you start doing it, you're going to see what you're getting. You're going to feel better about certain things. You're going to feel worse about other things. You're going to yep. feel good about this. You're going to see what you need to work on. And if you're not getting the things you want, refine, adjust, Correct. pivot, adjust. Change. Yep. change. That's all you have to do. Yep. And then you want to jump in and talk about the shiny penny or the, the shiny. Yeah.
0: Penny. yeah just, to, just to put this, the Dabla adopts a new strategy, idea, thought seemingly every week right? So you have those individuals like, you know what? Hey, uh, this week I'm going to do this. Well, you know what? I haven't seen any results in the last three days. I'm going to go ahead and try this, right? (laughs) You know, you're constantly trying to change something instead of just learning it, staying in your lane, and this way things can happen, right? Always bouncing around, right? In the search for the magic bullet. Guess what, guys? I just want to tell you a secret. There's no magic bullet. (laughs) <laughs> there's no magic bullet you know we're not magicians here we're just going to tell you what works okay the road has already been paved all you got to do is just jump in your vehicle strap on tight and just take the journey
1: go for the don't ride.
0: concentrate on the destination concentrate on the journey have fun with it okay because you will have a great time go ahead chris
1: that's, it's not about it's not always about what you get. It's about the person that you become through this journey so sometimes we have to take the focus off of that and start working on ourselves inside and you know if somebody if you never take the time to become a master at something you will always be this dabbler at everything you become Mm -hmm. the jack of all trades and a master of none and that person typically never has the full level of success that they were after so you have to choose and use some focus use your use that mindset use that ability that you have your reticular activating system your goals and focus in on some on one thing on two things on the why, on the reason, on that experience and master that one thing and become really good at it because you never get a chance to form those neural pathways. That's where you start to get power. That's where things start to happen. If I go to the gym two days, nothing happens. If I go three days, nothing happens except what? Except I get sore and pissed off because I'm sore and it hurts and I'm tired and I don't wanna go back. It's the same thing with trying a new craft in real estate. You start doing something, all you get is frustrated, bothered, I didn't know this, I couldn't do this, I couldn't have that, I didn't work here. And well, maybe I'll try something different. If you keep doing that, you're never gonna get the things that you want. You have to take the time, give yourself, we want you to take a quarter and have your mindset for one whole quarter, 90 days, just power through it for 90 days, keep going for 90 days. And if you keep doing that, you will become a master and you will actually you if you're just wondering why you're not able to get there, it's because you're probably going from one
0: thing to the next to the next to the next. Like we said, it's just water in the seeds. Yep. To the next. Yep. That's right. Go ahead, so Chris. out
1: out with the old. We got. We got a few minutes, we got about six minutes left till 11.59, so five to six minutes. So we're going to go through through some of this out with the old. What we want to do is we want to give you some things to think about to get rid of these old habits, to get rid of the old mindset. So one thing that you have to do, you have to become aware of your thoughts and your feelings. You have to think about what you think about. You have to think about the things that you think about on a daily basis. If something bugs you and you don't like it, start becoming very aware of the things that you're telling yourself in your mind about that. Think about what you think about. If I was not getting the things that I wanted, and I was saying, I'm not good at this, I'll never be good at that. This guy's just gonna hang up on me. I need to be aware of those thoughts. And when those thoughts come into my head, I need to have the ability to stop them. I need to be able to interrupt that normal pattern because that's just a pattern. All that is, is a habitual pattern of the mind going down this road that's not benefiting you at all. So you have to be aware of what you think about. And then once you interrupt it, you have to replace it. You have to replace it with something that's more empowering, saying, no, I do what I say I'm going to do until I get the result that I want, instead of I'm never going to have it, it's never going to happen. You have to start becoming aware of those things, even if you don't feel it when you say it the first time. You cannot wait till you feel like it to do it. You need to do it so that you start to feel like it.
0: Right. Go ahead. Yeah, I I think we just need to move on to the, to the slides I mean what, what focus on gets done I mean that's exactly what you said you commit to one thing and become a master perfect perfect.
1: Yep. perfect so we'll go on and you know put your commitment out there this is something that we talked about a lot so talking about commitment yep. you know sometimes sharing it with people so we're, we're telling you hey share it with your coach share it with your manager share it yep. with another another uh, another agent that's in your office make some promises and have some consequences. We are driven by pain or pleasure. So those are the two things, but most of the time we're driven by more of the pain than we are the pleasure. Because if I asked you, how many of you wanna be a millionaire? Everybody's gonna raise your hand because it'd be really, really pleasurable to be that. But how many of you are millionaires? Right. So we're obviously not driven by pleasure. So let's start thinking about let's start thinking about what is the pain that I could associate to this if I don't do these things. If I don't do that, I'm gonna put this consequence on me like sending a shame email or a video. Hey guys, I just wanna let you know I didn't get the things that I want. And if you don't do it, then you have to send it out to the people that are gonna lose the most by you not doing that. Make those commitments yeah. to them.
0: Having an account- accountability partner is, is key. Um, yep. But yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Beware of rid- the drunk monkey. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: remember
1: this this guy peeks his head up all the time. And yep. want to give you some thoughts. Thomas wants to go through and talk to you about some of the sure. things that you can do to get become more mentally strong and get rid of this right. drunk monkey. So
0: so so is that drunk monkey try to attack you and, and, and feed you negative stuff and try to make you feel like you know life is just or like drunk monkey is just basically to keep you in your comfort zone, right? It, things that you want to do, it doesn't want you to get out of comfort zone, it wants you to play safe. I'm gonna to try to tell you how to be mentally strong. Number one, don't fear alone time. Being alone definitely gives you some type of tranquility, some peace of mind, gives you some clarity. Don't dwell on the past. The past is the past, right? They say the, the, the present, they said the past is your lesson. The present is now, and I believe the, 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 I forgot how it goes about, about your future. Don't feel that the world owes you anything. Nobody owes you anything. Don't expect immediate results. We know, we talked about the seeds, right? Planting, everything takes time, but you have to put forth the effort. You have to change your habits. Whatever you want, you have to change your habit and it has to govern and has to be exercised towards what you want to focus on. Don't worry about pleasing everyone. Listen, not everyone's going to be happy with what you're doing or trying to do. There are always going to be some naysayers, okay? Don't Mm -hmm. waste time feeling sorry for yourself. Don't play the, don't do the victim mentality. Whatever happened, it is what it is. Keep it moving forward. Don't waste energy on things that you can't control. I must say that again. If you can't control it and your hands are tied, let it go. They got the saying, let go, let God. Don't let others influence your emotions. Okay, then this goes right back to um, don't worry about pleasing everyone. Don't let everyone influence your emotions. Listen, you have a goal in mind, right? There's something that you want to do. Don't, don't, don't let people tell you that it that, that is wrong. Or you, you know what? It's, it's too much for you. Too, putting too much pressure on you. Nine, don't resent on resent on other people's successes. Listen, don't hate on people. Be happy, right? I literally love what I. The reason why I do what I do is because I love seeing people reach their goals, right? I, I had a gentleman there. Um, actually, um, uh, Lauren Fletchman, Everybody knows her. You know, she, one of her dreams was to pay off her kids' uh, uh, tuition and take them on a, on, a, on a vacation. She did just that. And another guy who had a, uh, he wanted, he needed another vehicle because he only had one vehicle. So he wasn't able to prospect all the time. He was able to buy a, a minivan. So now he has two vans. Those are things that you want, right? You, you want everybody to be successful. And don't shy away from your responsibilities, guys. There's things that we need to do. Let's just make it happen. And don't give up after the first time, okay? That's, that's going back to where we talked about that seed where you, where you plant and then you wanna pull it up to see why it's not growing. It's just not gonna happen like that. And don't don't fear taking calculated risk. Listen, we're, we're in a business where you're gonna to have to take risk, right? You're gonna to have to get out your government zone. You're gonna to have to go pick up the phone. You're gonna to have to go talk to somebody. You might have to knock on the door. You might have to do a cold call. Whatever you may have to do, you're gonna to have to go out there and make it happen. Chris, did you wanna add something else to that?
1: No, I think that's those are all perfect. Those are just things just, just to keep in mind, to bear those things in mind throughout the day. And whenever you have those moments, those thoughts, those those uh, th- those things that come into you that take you off track, that's where an accountability that's where an accountability partner is really powerful. If you can get an accountability partner, somebody that you can share those things with, if you can come to your manager, to your coach, to somebody that you feed these things off of, anytime you have those things, let's talk. Let's make sure we're working together on that. So, you know, Don't be afraid to be alone sometimes, but also don't be afraid to share with people and to try and work through them and take, some, take in some other perspective too. We're all here together. And when you hear, when you hear the things like Thomas says, it goes, man, I, that's what lights me up is seeing other people succeed. That's the truth. That's what really lights all of us up is making sure that every single one of you succeeds. So you know, please, please keep those things in mind. And with that, we're at, we're at 12 o'clock on the dot. We're going to give you an hour for lunch. We'll be back at one Uh, o'clock. One o'clock is the no resistance business plan. So we'll be talking about scheduling, getting your business plan together, getting you to that next level type business plan, you know, something that's really simple and no resistance. So that's what we're going to do. Thomas, thank you so much, brother. Thank you, Chris. uh, It's a pleasure Pleasure to talk with you. I'm always inspired whenever I get to talk with you, hear you. So thank you much for that. Yes, sir. You guys stay uh, stay in tune. We'll be back at one o'clock for the next portion of the NLU. We'll see you soon. Take
0: care, guys.